Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. This is the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm really happy you're here. This is a special never done before kind of episode, you are going to hear live coaching from me with one of our ESL program students. And her name is Kelsey. She gave me permission to share this clip. I felt like this conversation between her and I would be helpful to so many of you. She asked amazing questions that I know you all will want the answers too. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I believe that you will. And obviously, if it sparks your interest, or you realize, hey, I really need coaching like that myself, I can really relate. You know what to do, you can apply to the empowered, secure, loved relationship program. We have limited spots in the spring. Make sure you apply. There's the link in my Instagram bio and in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. I think you're going to love it. Obviously, let me know. I always want to know which episodes you all like the best. So feel free to send me a message on Instagram. 
My Instagram is Dr. Morgan Coaching if you're not already following me. Also, I love seeing you interact in our Facebook community. The Facebook community is the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group. And I check in there to see what questions I need to be answering. And we have so many women in there supporting each other. It's everybody coming together to share and support and really cheer each other on as you're going through your healing journey. So don't miss out on that. You can join the Facebook group um, just by searching Successful Women Great Relationships in Facebook or just go to the link in my Instagram bio. You can join it from there. All right, y'all. Enjoy this episode. Can't wait for our next episode. Thanks for being a listener. I'll talk with you soon. Of course, I have to say also, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Enjoy this episode. I feel really good about my decision, Mm -hmm. but I feel, I guess I feel a little discouraged and I don't even know what, if this call, I don't want this to turn into like a whole therapy session for myself, but you know, it was a really interesting experience because like you have that whole bonus module on the shift. And I definitely experienced that. Like I, I have always been the anxious one, like always sought out guys who didn't treat me the way that I needed to be treated. Um, and I did all this work on myself and I started doing this program. Um, and I met a really wonderful guy. Um, and actually I had already met him when I started this program. And that's kind of the reason that I did started the program because I was like, this guy is everything I've said that I want to date. Like, why am I pushing him away? And I guess I'm struggling with this idea of like, how do I trust myself around and are my feelings actually my feelings of like not being interested in someone and it not being the right match or am I avoiding or uh, devaluing or pushing someone away? And I kind of went through that battle in my head for the last couple months And I kind of felt like I was gaslighting myself or something, you know, like, and and so I'm sort of left feeling like I feel like ending the relationship was the right decision, but I just don't know where to go from here. And I guess where I go from here is like the journaling work, (laughs) you know, but I just, you know, after the more work I do, the more I feel like I don't know what I want. (laughs) Such good questions. And I think having so much compassion for yourself and acknowledging that this is a whole new way of being. And there's a lot of things that got stirred up in your relationship template and your beliefs about relationships and how you show up. So, you know, I think of it as like, you're like the the little baby deer on the wobbly legs right now. Like it's going to become so much easier, um, but it's brand new. And to to your question how do you know is it avoidant attachment or do i genuinely not like this person or am i sabotaging because i don't feel worthy right like one of the best ways is really slowing down and really practicing checking in with yourself and building that self-trust and and being curious and saying what is this really about if it's emotions of fear that's coming up, we know it's about sabotaging or avoidant attachment. If it's emotions of, I feel good 
and I'm simply just not attracted and not excited about this person, then you can trust that, right? So it's all about slow it down, go internal, figure out where is it coming from? Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I think that I, I, it, I took a couple months to like make the decision, you know, after having these feelings for a while and, you know, talking about them with my therapist and with my yeah. friends and journaling around it. And like, I, I, I didn't, I just didn't feel excited to like talk to him and spend time with him. And like the conversation wasn't mm-hmm. stimulating me. Um, and I, so I ultimately, like, I do feel good about my decision to end it, but I think part of that has like reinforced this belief in my head that like, I'm never going to find someone that a excites me and B is like a good, <laughs> like, like, I feel, I still feel like I'm only interested in guys that are like unavailable, you know, like somehow that is, is what my brain is like drawing the conclusion of no. this perfectly great guy. And I like had no interest in talking to him. Yeah. So I think one of the things that happens and it's funny, I talked about you'd love last night's group call. Cause I went into detail about this. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Um, but what can happen is when we're new to being securely attached, sometimes we're like, wow, I'm in a securely attached relationship. Is this supposed to be it? But compatibility is still a factor. So even though you're having a healthy relationship, you just may not be compatible with someone. So you're working from a new foundation now. You're working from a securely attached foundation, but that doesn't mean that every relationship is going to be the one for you. So you can have secure attachment and have somebody you're super attracted to and compatible with. Yeah. And I think that's what I need to like the belief that I need to reinforce. Cause that was like what I was telling him over and over when I was ending things was like, look, I think we're two really great people who just aren't the right people for each other. And that can be, and that can be even when you have a great securely attached relationship. I had to learn that in some of my first securely attached relationships, I stayed longer than I should have because I thought, oh, like it's healthy, but it just wasn't compatible. Yeah. So it's a different reason to break up. It's an easier breakup for sure. Yeah. Um, And then you just move on and you say, okay, well, I'm going to still be securely attached, but I'm going to date people who I'm compatible with, you know, and you have to find that out through trial and error and it it takes time, but does that distinction? Yeah, it really, it it makes me feel good because I, I, that's what I was telling myself, but I do feel like this experience of like being in a healthy relationship is still so foreign to me that I was kind of like second guessing my feelings the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, well, how can you be walking away from something that's that's healthy and good. Like this much mean that there's something wrong with you and your damaged goods and you're never going to be able to date a yeah, good guy, you know, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What was I, I, I kind of like took some notes on things I wanted to ask you, but yeah. How do you, <laughs> and I know this is sort of like adjacent to the course, but I've been like listening to a lot of Esther Perel. <laughs> and, Fire, yeah. 
I love her too, but I, I sort of feel like the, I feel like it's easy for me or it feels safe for me to like relate to what she's saying because it like reinforces this idea that like, it's, it's hard to have both love and passion. Like, I think I still have that model in my head that like, because that's been my experience thus far is like, if I have passion in a relationship, I probably am not going to feel safe and intimate and, you know, warm and secure. And if I have those things then I'm probably not going to feel passionate. And that like, I kind of felt that in this whole last healthy relationship, I never felt that spark of like, you know, like sexual passion and excitement. And it like bums me out. Cause I want some of that. Yeah. Did, did, did you hear my episode on this where I like talked about I don't know if I have. I'm going to look this up though. Would you know what the title yeah. is? Let me, I think it's like uh, securely attached sex is what it is. Oh, okay. I think, let's see. I'm so bad. I should know. Um, you have a lot of them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Desire, securely attached, securely attached sex and communication. It's episode 208. Um, yeah. So I love Esther Perel and I do think that sometimes she maybe doesn't go enough into the nuances though of like, you can have that securely attached relationship and yes, desire needs a bridge to cross, right? Like that's her famous line, desire needs a bridge to cross. Um, but you can create that bridge within a healthy relationship so, so what, what you're telling me is that in your past relationships, you had too much, it was either one or the other, too much distance, too much closeness Yeah. in securely attached relationships where there's desire, there's both, you have some distance and you have the closeness, um, and you, you can set boundaries that create that bridge that you need in order to create desire. So this looks like you saying like no to date nights and still honoring yourself and prioritizing you and going on trips with your friends, even as someone who's in a relationship and living your life fully while being with someone will create that desire that you want. Yeah, I like that idea. So basically the idea of like creating a bridge to cross is meaning like you need to create space to give yourself somewhere to a way to like want them and desire them because yeah. if there's no space, they're just right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that idea a lot. Yeah. And you know, this, the passion or I guess the, the sex can be so good in an unhealthy relationship um, because there's not even a bridge, you know, it's like you're having to swim to each other or fly across or get super creative. And like sex is the only way that you have that connection. So it just creates all these, these sparks, but it's not sustainable. So I like the idea of the bridge, right? It's a very, it's a stable bridge. You're still very connected, mm -hmm. but you still have that distance to cross. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. And I guess, you know, I, I sort of am thinking it, cause I know it's like my time in the program is done, but obviously I still have access to all the modules and I'm, I'm going to do all of them. But part of me 
I feel like this has been a pattern for me over the last, I don't know, decade of dating is like, I get into something serious, whether it's healthy or not. And when it's done, I just feel like, ugh, I'm over relationships. I don't even need a relationship. Like I don't, and I don't want to force myself to go back into the dating scene because something like, especially with the apps, like I have such a hard time. I immediately start to feel like just icky about the whole thing. Like, you know, that I'm being judgmental or other people are judging me and I feel start to feel desperate and self-conscious and and so I just end up feeling like oh I don't even want to date (laughs) and then a year will go by or something and I guess I'm trying to like break that cycle a little more do you have any advice on like when is the right time and what is the right mindset to have around like because the message I've been telling myself is like I don't even need a man I I can do everything on my own you know like I yeah (laughs) Yeah, you've probably heard me talk about this. I call it bad bitch mode. Yes. (laughs) I wrote that down last night in the shift thing. Yeah. (laughs) So, so common. Uh, It's it's a defense mechanism. It's protective from your brain. It's trying to say, like, we don't need this thing. This thing hurt us. Like, let's not do that, right? Um, But you and I both know that below that, there's real desire and longing. And when you think about the life I want five years from now, two years from now, do I see myself with someone, right? Like, I think um, it can be really helpful to reconnect to your core values and what what's really important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving through it, here's what I would do is just get so curious and so compassionate towards yourself of like, you know, do some self-compassion and it's, it's like, wow, this is coming from a place of, I feel tired. I already want to find my person. I feel frustrated. I feel sad. I feel lonely. I feel exhausted. I feel fearful that it's never going to happen. Like, let's actually go to the core and then work through it in a healthy way so you can get back out on the dating scene more quickly. Not that you won't now, but you just want to be able to get out there more quickly. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I'm, you know, I think one thing that has been coming up for me um, is like, I, I, I'm wondering if you have any like resources or, or anything you recommend or any episodes about this, but I think I need to like heal some beliefs I have about sex and like what it means. Like, I don't know, I was listening to a podcast about trauma and I never identified myself as having trauma. Like I was never abused, never, nothing bad ever happened, but I also was reflecting on like how I looked at all sexuality when I was in middle school and high school. And like, it was all really unhealthy. Like it was all, it felt so much for the purposes of like validation. And, you know, I don't think I ever really, I thought I wanted these experiences because that would make me cool or make me an adult. Um, And I feel like that really, I feel like I've have one of these beliefs that like sex can either be, you know, that sex has to do with like pleasing other people and, you know, um, 
it just, it's, it's op like feeling sexually excited is like opposite to feeling safe or I, I don't know if that makes sense at all. And yeah. I, and I feel like it kind of like immediately like puts a wall up for me in front of people because I immediately think like either if they like the way I look that they want to have sex with me and I immediately start resenting that somehow, you know, that they're like mm-hmm. dating me for that reason. And I, yeah, I don't know if you have any like books or podcasts or I just want to like delve into that a little bit more. Mm. So I've been thinking about what I need to add to the ESL program. Cause that's one of the benefits of being in it is you get anytime I add content to it as someone with lifetime access, you're going to get the new content. Um, but one of the things I've thought about is talking more about sex and securely attached sex and healing um, just our relationship with sex, right? So exactly what you're talking about. So until I do that, okay, cool. <laughs> what, what can I tell you? So yes, yes to what you're saying. Yes to the importance of it, to building a new relationship with sex and what sex means to you, what it represents. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of us, it was about um, self-worth and validation and and physical validation of our bodies and, um, or even like, that's what a man wants and he doesn't want anything else. Cause we were all told that too, by society, by our parents. Oh my gosh. So we get all these negative beliefs ingrained. Mm -hmm. So, so here's what I would say. Um, do a free write, just like you did beliefs about yourself and beliefs about relationships. Do one about beliefs about sex and what sex means. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then you'll obviously want to go through that same process you did with beliefs about relationships and you'll want to create some empowering beliefs for yourself, which would be like, you know, sex is a wonderful way to deepen a secure attachment with a partner. It's a wonderful way to express desire and love yeah. for someone. Um, yeah, which I feel like I never saw modeled. You know, I grew up with parents. Yeah. Who, you know, it was all about don't have sex or, you know, even if they knew they didn't want to hear about it. And it, so it was a very shameful Thing. You were shamed. Yeah. yeah. And as adults now, like, obviously I know that's logically not true, but I just feel like I've never had a, I've always looked at it as like a chore in relationships. Like the only time I think sex is fun and exciting is when there's like that anxious avoidant, like push pull game, you know, of like, oh, this person is so exciting. Like I, you know, and I kind of like mm-hmm. fantasize, but I feel like more that has more to do with like power or validation than it does with like the enjoyment of sex. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Just writing down. Yeah. Down. And, and I think what's interesting is getting to a place where you've really healed some of the beliefs you have about yourself and also the beliefs you have about your body um, and getting to a place where sex is not filling the void and creating self-worth for you, but it's just a way that 
helps multiply how you already feel about yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's just, and it's a different form of intimacy. Um, and then everything shifted for me when I started seeing secure attachment as required for me before being physically intimate. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I have zero judgment. Sometimes people, they do just want to have physical experiences and that I went through those phases too. Like that's fine. But if your goal is, I really want a long-term partnership for me, everything changed when I said, well, Hey, can I set boundaries with this person? Do I feel heard by this person? Can I have an emotional conversation with them? Um, you know, is there secure attachment? Yes or no. Do I feel emotionally safe enough to have sex with them to let sex deepen that secure attachment instead of I should have sex to try to create an emotional attachment? Yeah. And that's such a like paradigm shift for me because, you know, I feel like the times I feel like I'm only sexually like excited when there's not a secure like somehow when secure attachment is there it feels like a chore like I have this association that like secure attachment and sex is like maybe because that's like more vulnerable and it's showing the real me and it's like hard for me to identify as like a sexual being and be Mm -hmm. okay with that because yeah some of that should go away when you do some of that belief work yeah, it is. It's the shame. And then I think it's also some of the not feeling, um, not feeling worthy of receiving. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If it's available, it's like, oh, I didn't have to earn this. I didn't have to work for it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel worthy of it. Yeah. Well, I guess I need to get back to the modules. <laughs> It's it's great though. This is all such valuable reflection and work. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm so excited for you. You're yeah, you're in a really good place. And I think as you continue to do this work and then get back out in the dating world, you're just going to have more corrective emotional experiences. Right. Um, and you will have those experiences where you go, Oh, okay. There can be desire and secure attachment. Both of them can exist. Yeah. Cool. Gives me some hope. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's because then it's like, why would we have relationships if that wasn't the case? Because, you know, and I always talk to people, it's like, okay, anyone can have a relationship, but we want to have great relationships. We want to have relationships that add value to our lives that feel good, that have desire, that are connected, right? Absolutely. And I, you know, I am like a really, I've always been a really independent person. And I think I can, I can see how that has like supported me and also is like hindering me a little bit because, Mm -hmm. and you know, I can trace it back to childhood where probably like I had to like fend for myself a little more than Mm -hmm. I should have, you know, um, just because my parents were busy and and anyway, I, I just feel like I've sort of developed this mentality of like, well, why would I 
and there's like a healthy aspect to it and a not healthy aspect, which is like, well, I have like so many fulfilling things in my life and my work and my dreams and my, mm-hmm. you know, that why would I add something into add someone into that equation unless they were really adding value? Mm-hmm. Um, but the flip side of that is that I think I use that as an excuse to say like, well, I don't need a relationship. You know, why do I need a man? Um, mm-hmm. and so it's like this weird, like I, it's this fear of like loss of autonomy yeah. and independence, you know? And this is definitely like when I, I know when I was first answering it is, is getting back to that vision that you have for yourself and being honest about your true core desires. I had to do that too, because I was like, I'm just going to be the fun aunt and I'm going to travel the world and I'm going to have a ton of dogs. And that's that. But right at my core, it was like, actually, I want to be married and have children. But that was really vulnerable and scary for me to admit. Yeah. So I think like spending that time getting really honest about what you really want. Yeah. And that you don't have to lose parts of yourself in order to have that. That's some of our fears is that we'll lose ourselves. But Um, That's also creating desires. You remain yourself as you build relationship with someone else. Yeah. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth, and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.